On Shabbos we read where Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillahs, the numerical value of Eschanan, that Hashem should let him enter the land of Eitz Israel. And after 515 tefillahs, Hashem said, Rav Loch al Toisef, Moshe, I'm begging you, please stop. The Mafarshim say, had Moshe Rabbeinu prayed one more tefillah, tefillah number 516, he would have been answered in the affirmative. Moshe's tefillah would have overpowered Hashem's will. Incredible. The Gemara and Brachas relates that a group of gangsters were harassing the great Tanner of Meir, and he davened that they should die. Rav Meir's wife, Buri, advised him that rather than daven that they die, he should instead daven that they repent and not hassle him anymore. The Gemara says he heeded his wife's advice and he prayed that they repent. And in fact, they all did tshuva. The Mashah asks a very fundamental question. How could Rav Meir pray that someone else should repent? Tshuva is dependent on Bechir HaChavshis, a person's free will. It is dependent totally on a person's own initiative. Therefore, prayers for divine intervention to bring about tshuva should be totally invalid. So how was Rameir able to daven that they repent? And this forum bring a very powerful idea. From the fact that Rameir daven that they do tshuva, we can infer that tefillah takes precedence over Bechira. The power of prayer is so strong that in spite of the fact that the world operates on the principle of Bechira Chavshis, Tefillah is such a force that it can overwhelm the concept of free choice. There's an incredible Gemara, Masechtis Cotton. The Gemara says that a man is allowed to become engaged to a woman even during the nine days when we are supposed to restrict joyous celebrations. So why are we so lenient in this regard? Says the Gemara, Shemi yukad menu achar. If he doesn't close the deal now, there's a fear that someone else would get engaged to her first. And the Gemara asks, how is that even possible? We have a tradition that forty days before the formation of a child, it is predestined who a person is going to marry. So how is it possible, if it is bashert for me to marry this girl, that someone else will be able to beat me to the punch and get engaged to her first? And the Gemara gives a very powerful answer. The other person will daven that he get engaged to this girl. And his prayers will be answered. And those tefillahs will overturn the heavenly decree of Bas Plaini And therefore, the first man needs to hurry and betroth this woman, even during the nine days, before his rival has a chance to daven and take her away from him. From here we see the tremendous power of prayer. It can work to overwhelm something that was predestined from 20 years earlier. The power of prayer can work against Bechir HaChavshis. It can even get you someone else's bashert. Such is the power of sincere prayer. There's a story told about a little boy that lived in Eitz Israel. His father passed away and his mother was raising him on her own. This boy was acting out in yeshiva and then Hala got together and decided since he was disrupting the class and was affecting the other boys, they have no other choice but to expel him from the school. So one day, the mother of the boy gets a letter in the mail saying that her son is no longer welcome in the yeshiva. The next day, the mother, letter in hand, comes running to the yeshiva and asks to speak to the manal. She asks him, Why didn't you ever tell me that my son is disruptive and he's on the verge of getting expelled from the yeshiva? And he said, The reason we didn't tell you is because there was nothing you could have possibly done to prevent this from happening. This was a done deal. There was nothing you could have told us that would have made us reverse our decision. 
so we didn't tell you as not to cause you even more pain and anguish. And the mother becomes very emotional and she says, What do you mean there's nothing I could have done? I could have davened. I could have pleaded with Hashem that my son should cooperate and get along with his Rebbe in class. And the Manal was stunned. He had nothing to answer her. He didn't know what to do. The mother had a very compelling argument, but the board already made their decision. So they decided to take the case to the Panovich Rosh Yeshiva, Remichel Yehuda Lefkowitz. They come into his home and both sides stated their case. He listens and then he turns to the Anhala and he says, What the woman is saying is 100% true. He should have given her the opportunity to daven. With tefillah, she would have turned her son's life around. And the yeshiva took back the boy. This is the power of tefillah. This woman didn't have a husband to advocate for her. She didn't have the means to bribe the yeshiva. But she had the power of tefillah. A mother's tears can nullify any decree. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.